Today, the eyes of the world are on the Middle East as world leaders try to jumpstart the stalled peace process. What does the future hold for this troubled part of the world? We'll find out today as Pastor Albert Runge talks about Jerusalem, the focus of prophecy, right here on Messianic Perspectives. Shalom, and welcome to Messianic Perspectives, a daily program where we look into the scriptures from a distinctive first-century Jewish point of view. I'm Liz Aiello. Today, we'll be hearing from Associate Bible Teacher Albert Runge as he talks about Jerusalem, the focus of prophecy. I'll be back a little later with information about a special offer, so have your pencil and paper ready. But first, with today's study, here is Al Runge. Thank you for allowing me to come into your home and to share with you a wonderful message of Jesus, our Jewish Messiah. I'm continuing my messages on Jerusalem, the focus of prophecy. In our last message, we spoke about the increasing trouble that Israel is experiencing. And as we approach the great battle before the return of our Lord Jesus, Today, even Israelis are asking some very sober questions about their future. Let me read to you a recent article from the Jerusalem Post. The title is, Without Israel, Judaism is Pointless. The author asks the question, does it matter if the Jews as a people or nation continue to exist? Are the Jews a race, a religion, a culture, a tribe? Whatever we are, we were living a good life in Britain, America, and the West in general. Nowhere in the world does being a Jew carry a higher price tag than in Israel. The question that now begins to force itself is this, and it's which we have tried to avoid. Is this grim scenario of killings and bombings and endless warfare worth it? Is it worth it to to the world, and on a personal level to our children? The Israelis are exhausted by it all. Morale in Israel is low. The Arabs are many. The Israelis are few. As the Muslim world has said, we cannot wait, wait you, and we will prevail. That is an interesting article by a Jewish author. Humanly speaking, Israel has little chance of survival against the hostility of this world. But there is a reason why they have survived, and that is God. Jeremiah 31, 35, and 36 gives us the answer to the survival of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, who gives the sun for a light by day, the ordinances of the moon by night, the Lord of hosts is his name. If those ordinances depart from before me, says the Lord, then the seed of Israel shall also cease from being a nation before me forever. God said, as long as there is a sun and a moon in the sky, the seed of Israel will survive every misfortune and will remain a nation, at times a scattered nation, but still a nation. And why has Israel been exiled for over 1900 years now, before the Babylonians destroyed the ancient city of Jerusalem in the first temple, the prophets warned Israel and Judah 
that unless they repented from idolatry and unrighteousness, they would be defeated and sent into exile. And Jeremiah predicted that uh, the exile would only last for 70 years. Listen to Jeremiah 29, verse 10 and 11. For thus saith the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you and will cause you to return to this place. While there were many Old Testament prophets that warned Israel of the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple, there was only one prophet that predicted the destruction of the second temple and the city of Jerusalem, and that was Jesus of Nazareth. In Luke 21, verse 20 to 21, he said to his disciples, But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation is near. Then let all those in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those who are in the midst of Jerusalem depart, and let not those who are in the country enter Jerusalem. In 70 AD, when Titus and his Roman legion surrounded Jerusalem, Just before they closed that siege, Messianic Jews fled from Jerusalem and Judea when they saw what was happening because they believed the prophecy of Jesus. Now, the question I've asked is, why is it that the second temple and the city of Jerusalem was destroyed and that the exile of Israel has been for nearly 2,000 years? What could possibly be worse than worshiping idols? It was the rejection of their Messiah. The prediction of Jesus came true in the destruction of the temple and the old city, which proves its authenticity. You know, there is a concerted effort in Israel right at this time by some of the Jewish political leaders to stop any communication about Jesus to the Jewish people. They are trying to pass a law that would make it a criminal offense to tell a Jew about Jesus, even if it's by email. And anyone who does it can be put in prison for three months. There is an unwillingness to listen by many. Some time ago, I received a call from a Jewish businessman. He said, I understand that you're looking for some land to relocate your church. I said, yes. Well, he said, I'd like to sell you 10 acres. And that was an answer to our prayers. Before he hung up, he said, you sound Jewish. Yes, I said, I am Jewish. Well, how come you're a pastor of a church? I said, well, let's have lunch and I'll tell you about my experience. At lunch, he said, you know, I really like you, but I don't want you to tell me anything about Jesus. I don't want you to try to convert me. I said, well, I can't convert anyone. Only God can convince a person about the truth of Jesus. But the fact is that many do not even want to hear. But here is wonderful promise. Now, when the Messiah comes back, he has three purposes in his return. First, to save Israel from annihilation. Secondly, to reveal himself to Israel, to redeem them spiritually. And thirdly, to rule the world for a thousand years. We want to focus on the purpose of the Messiah to come and reveal himself to his Jewish brethren at the Battle of Armageddon. Zechariah, the Jewish prophet, wrote in chapter 13, verse 8 and 9, And it shall come to pass in all the land, says the Lord, that two-thirds of it shall be cut off and die in the attack on Israel by their enemies, but one-third shall be left in it. I will bring the one-third through the fire. I will refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. 
They shall call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, this is my people, and each one will say, the Lord is my God. You see, they'll recognize Jesus because he came from heaven. They'll see him coming. They will see him uh, destroy the enemies that are, are too strong for them. But then the scripture says in Zechariah 13, verse 6, a prophecy, listen, and one shall say unto him, what are these wounds in thine hands? And he shall answer, those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. He will reveal himself. The Jesus of Nazareth, the Lamb of God, comes back as the Lion of the tribe of Judah. And the prophet Zechariah predicts that there would be a great spiritual revival that would take place. Listen to Zechariah 12, verse 10 and 11. And I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication, and they shall look on me whom they have pierced. They shall mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one grieves for a firstborn. Why will they mourn? Why will they grieve over Jesus? The answer is simple. They were taught that he is not the true Savior. He is not the true King. He is not the hope of Israel. Rather, he is associated with the enemies of Israel, unfortunately. But the truth will come through. They'll be astounded. Here is the one that they have rejected, who is the one that loves them. In fact, the New Testament confirms this in Romans 11, verse 25 and 26. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceit. Their blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written. They shall come out of Zion, the deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins. So he comes from the heavenly Zion, the city of the living God and he shall defeat the enemies of Israel, and then he shall appear to the survivors, and he'll show them who he is. Now, does this verse mean that every Jew that ever lived will be saved in the end? Not at all. In John 8, verse 23 and 25, uh, Jesus said to the religious leaders of that day, Therefore I say unto you, that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. If you don't believe that I am the Messiah, you will die in your sins. Now, the reason is that God has provided one sacrifice for sin, and that's the Lord Jesus, and he has shed his blood. And there is no other sacrifice for sin acceptable to God. So if you die in your sins, you have to answer for them. And unfortunately, the Bible says the soul that sinneth it shall die. But I want those who know the Lord to look up. Because when we see all these things come to pass, we know that our redemption draweth nigh. Jesus is coming back again. And I trust that you will put your confidence in him, that you'll put your trust in him. Now, if you say to me, well, I don't know. I, I've been always taught that I can't believe in Jesus. I remember when I uh, became a believer. My mother said, you're no longer a Jew. I said, Mother, I still believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I believe in the Jewish prophets. 
and uh, the Jewish Messiah. You mean if I was an atheist, I could be a Jew? She said, yes. I said, how come? It doesn't make any sense. She said, well, that's what I was taught. But let me tell you something. Jesus is the Messiah. He is Yeshua HaMashiach. I hope that you will love him and trust him. If you only knew him, you would love him and trust him. Put your confidence in him, and you'll never be brought to shame before God. Thank you, Pastor Runji. And thank you, listening friend, for tuning in today. You've been listening to Albert Runji, our associate Bible teacher, here on Messianic Perspectives, and his discussion of Jerusalem, the Focus of Prophecy. In this fascinating series of studies, Pastor Al Runji explains the pivotal role the city of Jerusalem plays in Bible prophecy. He says it's no accident that this ancient city is the focal point of world attention in our generation. If you enjoyed today's study, you'll be glad to know that our special offer this week is the CD of this current series of studies on Jerusalem, the Focus of Prophecy, and you can have this set shipped right to your door for a gift of only $12. Just visit our secure online store at MessianicSpecialties.com to place your order. If you would prefer to order by mail, just address your request to Messianic Perspectives, P.O. Box 345, San Antonio, Texas, 78292. To order by phone, use our toll-free order line from the U.S. The number is 1-800-926-5397. And as always, when you're in touch with us, please mention the call letters of this station. If you're listening to our webcast or podcast, we need to know that too. I'm Liz Aiello. Join us next time, won't you, as Pastor Albert Runjeet continues our series of studies on Jerusalem, the Focus of Prophecy, right here on Messianic Perspectives. Messianic Perspectives is sponsored by CJF Ministries of San Antonio, Texas, and is made possible on this station by the free will contributions of our listeners in this area.